David Walker and Doug Branson from your favorite, maybe other favorite Hornets podcast. Join us today on Locked On Hornets to give us a rookie watch and preview the Knicks game. It's all coming up next on Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On Hornets, your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. This episode of Locked On Hornets is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, so you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast you can follow me on twitter at walker mail you can follow the show handle on twitter at lockdown hornets make sure you check us out on youtube where we really are live tony allen wasn't lying we're live lockdown hornets channel what? on youtube and you can follow the next guest not even really guest david walker on twitter at david b walker and of course doug on twitter at doug branson loh i feel like we're morphing some super hornets transformer podcast together with the this is a not this is not a serious hornets podcast and lockdown hornets to make one super hornets podcast okay i have to i have to stop you right there because you're making a very common mistake there you what you really mean i meant morphs didn't i like right it's not transformers what you really mean is ultron that was ultron it's Voltron, Voltron. That see, I got it. <laughs> I too. love that. Together, live, we'll ladies and gentlemen. We'll Voltron. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. I'm trying to like tweet and do the. T- All right. Anyway, Voltron. No, I like it because this is like we're we're really going the MCU route, right? Like you know, we've got our original Avengers. Now we've got our Eternals. We sometimes we you know we cross over and mm-hmm. we, we we play together. So uh, I think it's a good move. I think it is too, and I'm, I appreciate you guys joining us, uh, Doug, hopping in once again. This time, Doug has talked himself into doing really the entire show. David going to be joining us every single Friday. So again, everybody listening out there, make sure you check us out every Friday with David. Have a bunch of rotating guests every single day with Locked On Hornets. And uh, we're we're uh, excited, and we appreciate you joining us. And we really are live on YouTube. Again, check us out. Um, we also are trying to coax you into subscribing to our Lockdown Hornets channel because we had a couple of tickets to give away to this game against the New York Knicks. So what we had was we had this giveaway. You had to go to the YouTube channel, screenshot your subscription to our channel, reply to the tweet that we had on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets, and then you entered a pool by doing that and possibly being able to win these two tickets to the New York mm-hmm. Knicks games. Had a lot of responses. We very much so appreciate all of that. Doug, you have the winners for that for that contest? I do. We don't have a drum roll, so I'll get right to it. The winners, two tickets are going to at Oliver Ramirez 82 on Twitter. And then two more tickets are going to at Ash underscore tag. Congratulations. And thanks to uh, everyone who did reply in the Twitter thread. Hopefully we'll have some more tickets to give away this season. And uh, make sure you're subscribed to YouTube because we're doing crazy things like this the rest of the season. Man, we had four tickets. How are we able to swing that? 
Um, you know, when you're the number one most fun <laughs> Hornets podcast on the internet and suddenly you go to YouTube, big things happen. All right. I'm excited. That's awesome. I didn't even realize we had it in our ability to be able to get four tickets, but we were able to do so. So again, congratulations to hashtag great at handle and also congratulations to Oliver for winning those tickets. And we'll try to do that as the season goes on. Told you we, we'd be, uh, we'd be on some rookie watch. So James Booknight and Kai Jones, a couple of rookies that were drafted in the first round, not getting anytime really whatsoever even the garbage minutes have been limited where they'd play one or two minutes here or there mostly that's been reserved for James Booknight well James Borrego as he often does with the young guys if they're not playing with the big boys he wants to send them down to the Greensboro Swarm that's exactly what he's done with his first round picks from this year we just saw today that Kai Jones and James Booknight got assigned to the Greensboro Swarm for the first time this season and they recalled Vernon Carey who's been kind of back and forth going up to the Charlotte Hornets as well as going uh, to the Greensboro Swarm. So we haven't seen James Booknight. A little surprised we haven't seen him at all in the first 12, 13 games of the season. Ish Smith now not getting any minutes the last two games and still Booknight not in the rotation. Surprising to me to see that. David, I'll start with you. You know, are you disappointed that we haven't seen James Booknight, especially after they started to lose some games? Or is this cool? Are you cool with the plan with Borrego not throwing him into the fire right now and giving him some minutes with the G League affiliate? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm actually good with it because that means the guys in front of them were playing well enough, you know, that they didn't have to lean on a rookie like Book Knight. I mean, everybody wants to see the shiny new toy, but really for this team to be successful, it's going to come from the likes of Terry Rozier, who maybe is rounding into form now. But to your point, Ish Smith was playing well early on. Uh, and, of course, the guard spot is, is a little bit loaded right now. I mean, you've got LaMelo out there, obviously, and uh, on the wings as well. So, listen, like, Booknight's going to get his shot. Um, it's hard to break a a, a rotation uh, in the NBA as a, as a rookie. And if you're not on a – and especially on a team that's aspiring to do things, get into the playoffs. So, I think this is fine. No one should be concerned. Greensboro has turned out well for a lot of players they've sent – uh, down and back as we've seen under this regime so maybe he'll get some time down there and uh, come back and you know later in the season contribute but I think it's always a good thing if you can get playing time and Greensboro has been good for this team so far Doug what about you you think it's a good move well, I think it's the only move you had I mean if you're not going to play him then then you got to get him some run I'm honestly surprised this didn't happen sooner right because we really haven't seen book night or Probably that road trip right they wanted to wait I guess maybe. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that this is happening now. I think it's probably, look, if you're, if you're, if you're a fan of the Hornets, you want your main rotation players to stay healthy. And if they, if that means if they're healthy, that means that book Knight and Kai Jones are just not going to going to get much run because of the depth at the wing position for book Knight And because, uh, Kai Jones just needs a little bit more work on his body before he's ready, uh, to, you know, contend with some of these other bigs in, in the NBA. So, uh, I think it's a good move, and I hope uh, it continues. And and we see, look, the Hornets have some developmental cred at this point. Look at Cody yeah. Martin. Look at where Cody Martin started, and look where he is right now. And that's so another it, guy. It, yeah, right. I mean, if you're you know if you're concerned about this at all, I, I don't understand it because Book Knight, I think, is going to be a great player. It's just probably not going to be this season. 
Yeah, I'm not concerned about it at all either. I don't think concerning is the right word. It, Kai Jones, we expected this. We knew Kai Jones was going to go down to the Greensboro Swarm at some point. But also, Book Knight was always one of those guys that was 50-50 to be in the rotation at the beginning of the season. You didn't know if the offense was going to be good enough for James Brago to try to rely on after they lost a couple pieces in the offseason. Or we didn't know if the defense was going to be bad enough, too bad for him to have to rely on that and decide, you know what, he's making too many mistakes. We're just going to bring him back to the pine. And so I I wasn't sure what we were going to see from Book Knight. And in the end, we don't see him at all. So I think Borrego was trying to figure that out, too. You know, Kai Jones, again, we always knew he just wasn't ready. But Book Knight, I think Borrego was saying, OK, if it doesn't work out with Cody, if he's just too much of an offensive liability, if Smith isn't doing the things we'd hoped he'd do as a veteran, then we have Book Knight to go to. But, you know, even if Ish is getting DNP CDs right now, you rely on him more than Book Knight. As you mentioned, Cody's playing a lot better. Terry Rozier is actually coming back after the injury, which also might have affected Book Knight not going down to the Greensboro Swarm as early uh, as maybe we would have originally thought. And so I think it's all about, okay, Book Knight could help us, but now that we've got these backcourt guys helping us more than we thought, now we can send him to the G League affiliate, have him do the Devontae Graham thing and the Dwayne Bacon thing. Hopefully it works out better, but we've seen this so many times, right? Like we've seen Borrego do this and it's worked out. Yeah, I mean, and and you guys mentioned it, uh, Cody Martin. I mean, that was a little bit of an unknown, right? I think you hit on the two unknowns and Ish and Cody. And Cody's been so good, not just with his defense, but, I mean, been pretty good on offense as well. He's given them something there that maybe they didn't expect. So, yeah, you don't expect Bug Knight to come in and be like the lockdown guy. So if he's not going to come in and be a spark on offense or if they don't necessarily need that, he's just going to be buried behind all those other guys on the wing. So, yeah, uh, good for him to get some run down there in Greensboro. And, you know, to your point, I think maybe the the, the Rozier injury, maybe they – they held off on it a little bit. Um, right. So, but yeah, I mean, Kai Jones, you know, I, I mean, it's really amazing. He hadn't been down there as of yet, but good for both of those guys. I mean, it's, you know, look at some run. And I may be wrong about this, but the new head coach for the Swarm, Jordan Surenkamp, I feel like his name came up a lot in terms of working with wings and working with Cody Martin, uh, maybe last year, or the year before. So, I mean, he's been with the organization for a few years now. I just, I think it's going to be an overall great thing for book night yeah hopefully it works out well like it has for so many other developmental projects guys that were drafted in the second round and have uh, become contributors either with the charlotte hornets or with a different team after they've played themselves into a decent contract let's take a quick break we'll come back and let's talk about vernon Carey, who was recalled is there any kind of reason as far as him maybe getting some minutes we know james brego is a mad scientist when it comes to all of the different rotations he'll throw out there we'll, we'll talk about that next as well as preview the knicks game but not before i discuss a little more about McDonald's. As I mentioned, this episode of Lockdown Hornets is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. It's a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. A great combo. It's the place you always look forward to, stopping at a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. So go over there to mcdonald's after a little league game that brings back some nostalgia for me grabbing mcdonald's after a busy day when you're late to something and need something delicious and dependable uh if that road trip again is getting a little long you need to rest your legs and you want something to eat go to mcdonald's that's the place to be so head to your local mcdonald's to refuel and reconnect we thank them for partnering with us here on the lockdown podcast network i'm loving it also want to discuss bet online 
because they're back and better than ever. Uh, they have a good, uh, they've got a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. They've got more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Bet online the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. We preview the Knicks. We discuss Vernon Carey coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. And which, what, what I have liked to see a few you more shards shards it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast it's such a classic <laughs> that's the one i've been had in the rotation <laughs> in such a long time but i feel like we can only bring it back when david is on the show Oh, oh, and that's with, that, that's with me <laughs> paying attention to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was actually like focused on what I was trying to say. I mean, I'm I'm a mess when I'm I'm trying to do nine different things and and do Hornets analysis. Yeah, it's tough, um, but I appreciate it because that is such a great bump that we can still use to this day. Let's preview Hot shot the- shot charts. Mm-hmm, there you go, excellent, very good. Uh, let's discuss the preview uh, the preview of the Knicks coming up tonight. They finally won a game after the five-game losing streak. They beat the Grizzlies. We discussed that a little bit the last couple of days, and now we're going to try to get back to 500. They're back at the Spectrum Center, which has been more kind to them than the road games, certainly on this West Coast road trip. Doug, you told me that you have a pretty cool Knicks stat heading into this game. What is it? Well, it's just that the the one thing that I'm watching for really will be defense from from both teams. So we're obviously watching. We're, we're We've got our eyes peeled to this Hornets defense so what's going on here seem to improve against Memphis hopefully that carries over to this game against the Knicks but the Knicks defense also very interesting this was a team last year it's coached by Tom Thibodeau so you you know he's got his finger on the defense uh, it was a team last season that played really well on the defensive end was one of the top teams in the league this season has not been the case uh, they, I think last season they were tops in the league in terms of defending the three-point shot. This year uh, they are dead last in wide-open three-point field goals attempted against them, and the team that is second to last is the Charlotte Hornets. So both of these teams <laughs> give up a ton of wide-open three-point shots. I uh, should note that in the last game Tom Thibodeau did something very Thibodeauian. He benched his entire starting lineup uh, in the fourth quarter, said did the old Roy Williams five right. five pull. Uh, so this should be a really interesting matchup uh, tonight between two defenses struggling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the Hornets give up so many threes. David, what were you thinking about that stat and just this game in general? Oh yeah, yeah. I was just going to chime in and say, obviously, I'm looking forward to the, the reaction that you know Kimba gets uh, coming back in, and um, but the teams are kind of. Um, you know, I don't know if they're moving in opposite directions, but they find themselves kind of one game apart in the standings right now after a hot start, especially for the Knicks and the Hornets. Uh, so I think that Memphis game was so important because they obviously had to get right back on track coming home, but just to feel their way, just to have some things go their way as they try to go, you know, get a couple wins at home after those losses on the road. 
Big shouts to Michael Gallucci, Alive, Locked On Hornets on YouTube, A Dream Come True. Also a big shout to Daniel Tapp asking a question. We'll just go ahead and bring it up to the podcast. Daniel asks, other than a big man, is there another position you think the Hornets should look to upgrade at via trade? I think it's all got to be the big guy, right? Like, I can't think, you know, you're not looking for a wing. Maybe if Kelly Oubre doesn't give you the consistent, even, I mean, God, just 15 points off of the bench consistently. Maybe you would look for some wing depth in a situation where Gordon Hayward goes down for a long period of time again, because we know that has been the recent history. But other than that, I think the big guy is the only thing that Mitch Kupchak would pull the trigger on in season, especially because he hadn't pulled uh, the the in-season trade yet, which is a little surprising now his fourth year into his tenure with the Hornets. Yeah, I mean, the big man is – that's the biggest hole out there. It's obvious – Almost in each and every night, uh, you know, even the Mason is is trying his best out there. But uh, clearly, it continues to feel like there there was one more move to be done in the offseason, and they didn't do it. Um, yeah, it's gonna be super interesting around the trade deadline. Uh, you know, a lot depends on where they are, how close. Uh, if if history is any indication, they'll be you know one or two games out right. <laughs> of, of right the eight <laughs> or nine ten. So uh, so they'll have some choices to be made there. But I mean. Uh, you know, I don't know, Doug. I mean, it's uh, where else are you looking other than down in the post? I mean, yeah, rebounding, rim protection, you know, both of those would be solved by uh, by somebody at the big position. If you were looking for one other thing, I suppose, just somebody that you can bring off the bench that can lock someone down. You know, I think Ubre has been very good for the Hornets offensively at times, but defensively it's been a struggle for him this year. Uh, he's playing the shooting guard position. Uh, his steals aren't aren't high. His blocks aren't high. Um, so, you know, somebody that can come in and, and help turn the ball over, help keep keep guys in front. I mean, that's been the – you know, the, the defensive issues have been two-pronged. It has been the bigs, but it's also been the fact that the Hornets have a lot of, of guards – that struggle to keep the ball in front of them. So that that would be the one other thing I think the Hornets could look at. Great question. I did want to bring this up too real quickly. We just saw the reunion between Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. It's insane. The fact that the guy that was drafted number one overall, I think he's the most pivotal athlete in Charlotte sports history, winning the MVP, getting a team to the Super Bowl. I don't know who else you'd really pin against Cam Newton and, and it'd be an adequate competition. Cam Newton coming back, you know, we talked about, I didn't think it was going to happen. I think that was a shock to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And yet it did Carolina. They found a way to get it done. My question to you guys is we had the same conversation with Kimba. Kimba going to be back at the spectrum center tonight. (laughs) You know, we, we did like when Kimba was traded to OKC, then he was bought out. It was like, Hey, maybe we could use some backcourt depth. You know, we just lost a couple of guys. It's not like Ish Smith is going to be scoring the hell out of the basketball. You know, is there a place for Kimba? Is there a possibility of a reunion? And I, I never thought that there would be that as well. You know, I, just like I didn't with Cam, but that actually happened. Here, you have the same regime in place altogether that let him go. Like where Cam, it's Tepper and it's Rule. Maybe Scott Fitterer, because he wasn't here, could grease the wheels. So you've got two of the three. I don't know. I just think that given the situation the Hornets were in at this time, especially because the keys have already been handed to a new guy like LaMelo yep. Ball, you know, with exactly. Carolina, it ain't Sam. It wasn't Yeah, LaMelo Ball is not Sam Darnold. <laughs> no, I'm pretty not. confident uh, in, in saying that. In fact, I that. think I'd rather have LaMelo play quarterback yeah. than Carolina. <laughs> in Carolina. So if you go with LaMelo, um, you know, he's the leader. It, it just wasn't like that in Carolina. That's why I couldn't see the basketball uh, similarity there c- compared to what Carolina was able to do. 
Yeah, they had already turned the page uh, with Lamella Ball coming in, right? So it would, would have been a little too crowded for Kimba to come in. And I think he, I mean, he wanted to start, you know. So the, the the Panthers are still trying to find the next Cam Newton. It's just it, the whole story is insane. When, yeah, when you is. start to connect the dots that they let Cam go, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, just to go back to Cam and still paying Teddy Bridgewater and still having Sam Darnold. So, like, that thing's insane. Uh, I think it's cool as a Panthers fan. Uh, but I, I see what you're saying on the comparisons. But um, fortunately, I guess, uh, the Hornets had already kind of started to, to go in a different direction and, and move forward. The one Kimba Cam comparison that is there is that these are both players that after leaving, uh, you know, they, they have struggled since. Um mm-hmm. And Kemba, he's, I mean, he's not really getting to the rim much anymore in, in, in the short time here in, in New York, and they're trying to figure out what that means for his future with the franchise. I don't know if he'll be, he'll be the starting point guard of the New York Knicks by the end of the year. Uh, so, but, but I think there's a glimmer, there's just a tiny glimmer of hope that you might be able to get a little bit of the, of the old Cam maybe for a couple of games this year, whereas I, I don't know. I, just, I don't think Kemba's ever going to get anywhere near where Kimba was uh, in his last season in Charlotte. Uh, and that's certainly disappointing for all uh, fans of Kimba Walker, but that's a reality. The only th- the only way I see Kimba coming back to Charlotte at this point is a ceremonial type of thing at the end of his career to hang it up. Yeah, and honestly, I think they're actually kind of very similar in that regard to the stages where I think you can rely on Kimba every once in a while. I think I think Cam Newton is going to be fine enough. He's going to allow Carolina to contend for a playoff spot, and that's about it. And then we're going to have the same conversation. Hey, do we keep Cam, try to improve the roster around him, or do we let him go, try to find a different QB in the fourth attempt and what that would be? And so anyways, yeah, we already found the QB for Charlotte. It's LaMelo Ball. Happy to see LaMelo here in Charlotte. Hopefully we can see progress and it'll start again trying to get back to 500 tonight against the New York Knicks. All right, I said we're going to talk about Vernon Carey. I do want to mention him at least at the end. We also have, mm-hmm. what is it? The the Live Hive? What's the new segment we're debuting? <laughs> <laughs> Where, are we live in That's the it. hive? That's is that what we're live? Well, I mean, it is. Uh, we are live in the hive right now. Okay. We're, we're, we're live on YouTube. Uh, but in the, next, in the next segment, the final segment as we head into the weekend, I want to know from both the people that are chatting with us live right now and from you two fine gentlemen, what is giving you hive life as we go into the weekend? You know, what's giving you life? What's giving you hive life? Okay. We're going to be living the high life, hive life in the third segment. Okay, the hive life that hive is. Life. I'm, I'm excited. All of us got something to bring to the table here. Let us know in what? the chat. Hive, what's giving you high? It could be a performance this week. It's a look back segment, best of the week. It could be a performance. It could be something that happened on the show. What's giving you hive life mm-hmm. okay. heading into the weekend? And we're going to read that. If you put that in the comments as you guys are live chatting, we appreciate everybody joining us here on the live show today. And we're going to read those comments you bring to us and your contribution to the hive life. I'll tell you what gives me life. It's Built Bar. I love Thanksgiving, all the good food and treats and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and so yummy. full of sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert feast on something delicious and feel good about it so you don't have to eat the slice of pie that's got like 300 calories in it most built bars only have 130 calories and they only have four grams of sugar with plenty of protein and it also has plenty of fiber plus it's covered in 100 real chocolate it is a dessert that is just a lot better for you go to builtbar.com use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off of your order again use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com 
We'll talk about Hive Life coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. They're running their rookies to Greensboro. They're driving them to Greensboro and then driving them back the same day to play in an NBA game. I cannot (laughs) wait until the Hornets load manage. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. All right, before we get to Hive Life, Vernon Carey, he's recalled to the Charlotte Hornets after having played a little while with the Greensboro Swarm. We know the problem at five for a while now. They drafted Vernon Carey even before Nick Richards. Then they traded up to go get Nick Richards in the same exact NBA draft. Those guys haven't been getting a ton of minutes. Richards has been getting a few, got 10, got 15, been giving us a lot of fouls, but also little glimpses of ability going towards the future i know you're not exactly the biggest fan doug i'm kind of more in your camp than what julian was yesterday um just not very playable right now it's why he's not playing that many minutes i'll allow you to talk about nick but also what about vernon well i i agree with you on nick there are glimpses this so i'm not i'm not here to trash on nick richards i think he's doing everything he can i just don't think i think he's being put in an impossible position I think that they're bring, I think that they're bringing Vernon Carey up to give him a look, possibly. But yeah, but I we agree. could but we could see Vernon Carey get a DNP, and they they may just want some depth there. But I have to I have to think they want to give him a look after Nick Richards. You know, five fouls can't stay on the floor. Uh, but if but if they went with Nick Richards over Vernon Carey at the beginning of the season, that that makes me wonder like what's what's going on with Vernon Carey at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I mean, still without PJ, so they need some more bodies down low. I mean, I've liked what we've seen from Nick Richards. Uh, Doug, to your point, I mean, just in the spots he's been put in, it's been tough, but I mean, pretty good energy, you know, making some energy plays. That's going to lead to some fouls. That's fine. Uh, you know, he's in there to provide some minutes and, and give Mason a little rest and just be another big body in there. Who knows what we'll see from Vernon Carey, guys. I mean, honestly, I think they're still trying to uh, cash in on these two lottery tickets you know, however they can. I mean, that's what this is really coming down to. They, they, they drafted those two guys together, hoping that one of them would pop and they could throw them down there in the low post to go forward in the future. They still don't know that. I mean, they're still trying to find that out. At least they have seen some improvement from Nick Richards uh, with those energy plays. If he can continue to do that and, and develop, you know, uh, we'll see what Vernon Carey can bring. But they're going to continue giving them shots until it's just, you know, like there's no hope left. Yeah, and here's my thing with Vernon. You know, I, we, we've we've gone through the differences between the two guys. Nick Richards, a little more athletic, the guy you hope can be more of a defensive prowess down the line. Vernon Carey, way more skilled, certainly a higher basketball IQ, having been in that Duke system and also just coming out extremely skilled in high school. There was a reason that he was so coveted going into the collegiate game. And is is that that's something that seems like it can be polished. We saw what he did against Brooklyn, you know, and, and we don't have to hang on to just one game, right? And say, yep, that's what we can expect all the time. But if we're talking about glimpses, you know, we've seen a glimpse that lasted for a whole game with Vernon Carey. We've seen it like yeah. on plays with Nick Richards. And and listen, the center position is not giving me hive life, so I really no. <laughs> I would really love to move away from this. Yeah, but one fine. more thing I would say, because I'm thinking this out now, like why would you go with Nick Richards over Vernon? and carry and it may be just simply that they wanted to push the pace and they have done that and Nick Richards can do that for you whereas Vernon Carey you might have to slow it down a little bit so we'll see all right let's get to hive life Doug you said I have a I have an open for this I've got I've got a graphic and a little sing-songy if you uh if you want it I want to get sing-songy let's bring it hive life right now let's do it 
Uh. Coming in. Uh. Yep. It's building. It's building. Is this where I go now? Yeah, you that's can go. it. That's that's it. It's a great buildup. I think Michael Gallucci also asked for the Doug Branson debut album. So oh, this be, is part look, of it. Be careful yeah. what you ask for, boss. Yeah. This is part of it right here. I know. Living I want to see life. it. Hey, what's 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 making you live the hive life? What's making me let you're the one that wanted to go first, right? Oh, you yeah. have you've got your. <laughs> that's that's right. what you told me, producer. This I thought, is what you I thought you might be like, like, uh, what's the song? Um, this has got a very like breakfast yeah, clubby vibe. It's yeah. a very 80s vibe. Just kind of just we're vibing, baby. We're just going into the weekend strong with a win against Memphis. This is what's giving me hive life, though. It's that dunk that Miles Bridges had in the Memphis game, but not the dunk itself. It was what we didn't talk enough about in the last episode. It was the call by EC, Eric Collins. Picked up by Plumley. Here comes Rogier. He's got Miles! Ah! <laughs> he had been holding those in yeah. for so long oh and then yeah and i mean now, now can you break those out for us doug can you can yeah you, here we go, go uh, one one, well please? i think it started with a Ow! and then we settled into a a new one i don't think he's ever broken this one out Yowza! Yeah, and then a, yeah, and Yow's then just, is the one that was was the one I noticed the most out of all of that. And then landing on the classic. That's his trademark right there. I love it that 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 that, that announcers across the league now are, are bringing that in. They're using that. They're 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 giving credit. Well, you know, they're giving the tip of the cap to all these. Seeing a lot more T-shirts with that on it, which is fantastic. That Eric Collins is getting that kind of recognition. David, what uh, what gives you? Life in the hive, if you will, from what you've seen this week. Hive life. What's giving you hive life, baby? <laughs> the hashtag hive life. We're going to make it a thing. We're going to say it a thousand times. Hive life, baby. Back in the hive life again. Uh, yeah, for me, guys, there wasn't a whole lot to take from the West Coast trip on the positive end. But one thing that I was glad to see was the performance of Gordon Hayward. Uh, scored uh, twenty over 20 points in four out of those five games and really became one of the go-to scorers in that stretch. Um, you saw him do some good work from the mid-range and shoot pretty well from three as well. So he's always got one of those sneaky 20-point games, right? You don't think he's got as many points as he does. And then sneaky start the fourth points. quarter, he's up to 20 points. So, yeah, I think if they can rely on that, uh, that'd be nice to be able to just throw him the ball. And when they need a bucket, go get it. Sneaky 20-point game, David. Would you say that when Gordon Hayward scores 20 points, most Hornets fans ask themselves, How? 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 Yeah. Is that, I thought he was just yes, yelling. Dude. I didn't know yeah, Okay, okay. Doug, I'm glad you Doug, brought this up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because we were kind of debating this before you, before you jumped on, Walker. Is he saying how or is he howling owl? They're not owl like I'm hurt, but like, Ow. Or or is he, he saying like how did Miles Bridges reach that far back for the dunk? I I, I, th I think what da I think David was on the right track earlier where he said he just had a lot of built up energy and it just released in one sound that could be considered anything. Or or here I'm gonna give I'm gonna throw a third alternative here. You ready for this one? Or did Del Curry get so excited by the dunk that he gave Eric Collins a little pinchy pinch? Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, it, it does. It's blood curdling. It hurts. Well, let's let's play a game. Eric Collins or Scream in a horror film. Which one yeah. is it? Because that's 
It sounds so scary. Thank you. All right. Uh, I've got Eric Collins, too, though. And it's not necessarily with any excited dunk call that he had or anything like that. I love his infatuation for Kyle Anderson. I know we mentioned this already this week, but I was looking at my tweets from last year. One of them was, again, my tweet was the best part of all the broadcast this season had been Eric Collins and Del Curry's infatuation with how slow Kyle Anderson is. And I remember Ashley Shamity last year coming on the broadcast and saying, you know, it's not that he's actually slow. It's that he's quick. But the way the big strides that he takes makes him look and they not were like they shouted her quick. down. They were like, <laughs> and, then, and then of course the next play because remember that game Kyle Anderson hit like five corner three pointers and we couldn't find him for you know for dear life to save the lives of the Hornets the hive life of the Hornets Kyle Anderson the next one it's he catches it. And then he slow mows it and then finally lets it and pulls the trigger. And Eric sees that play is like, if that's not slow, I don't know what is. I, my <laughs> eyes are not deceiving me. Just not having any of the belief in what Ashley Shamity was trying to sell them. He brought it out again, talking about Kyle Anderson and slow-mo again in this game against the Memphis Grizzlies. And I love – you, you know they get geared up to talk about him when they play Memphis. I'm, I'm going to say they need to be <laughs> careful, though, because Kyle might find out about this and go Jimmy Butler, meet him in the back. Yeah, oh, that, I feel that like slow mo is league wide. Ta- but it would take him a while to get to the back, but he would meet them there. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah. He's going to be at least like thirty minutes late. <laughs> he, he's going to take a little while to to get to the back and, and fight with Eric Collins and or Del Curry. What Doug, were you saying, Doug, Doug or David? You 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 can't drop the speed on that on that on that Eric Collins thing, can you? Like for a slow mo, like if we were to if, if EC did all of slow mo's games, how it would be like. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> yeah, you did it. You did a pretty good that's job okay. there with that you deep. That. With that, run it back, cut Yowza! that up. Yeah, uh, maybe one day. Actually, I have I have some uh, extra equipment over here, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll work on that to get some speed, some pitch bending, yeah. some speed. We can do just it. in your free time. We can figure yeah, it out in your free time. We're testing some things out. Yeah, we're gonna push the limits, Doug. We are gonna ask you to do basically everything. I feel like you've done such a good job with all the graphics. We're just gonna continue to ask you to pile on more capabilities with this pod in the live. Give show. me. Give me everything, because when you give me stuff, it gives me hive life. We're going to make it a thing. Hashtag hive life. Hashtag hive life. So next week, uh, listeners and viewers and live viewers, make sure you keep track and tell us on Friday what's giving you hive life. I'll tell you, we got to mention Kelly Oubre, 37 points, Tsunami Poppy, uh, dropping uh, a franchise record 37 points off the bench mm. and a record for him as well. Uh, are we missing anyone? Oh, Oh, I have to play this. Uh, LaMelo at the beginning of the week um, getting a little saucy, getting a little mm-hmm. spicy, wanting some more winning time minutes. So this is giving me high life right here. Now I feel like I just got to be there long for the fourth quarter, you feel me? I do feel <laughs> I do feel you. Yeah, yeah, I think we all do. I think I do we all do. You. Well, how about, how about and the triple-double, I think, as well. We had someone in the, in the comments there mentioned the triple-double, youngest to ever do one of some combination of the triple-double. Uh, so... Always also, one of the better Lamello. dunks from Lamelo. He's, Ooh, he's not quickie, one. That, yeah, yeah, not not one to posterize many people. When he does, he'll let you know about it and smack his noggin. But this was one of the best dunks we've seen from Lamelo. I think there was the one against the Raptors that was a putback, and he lets you know about it. This and the double clutch baseline. I, I can't think of another better dunk in Lamelo Ball's career so far. So we've got to get that some love. That gave me some hive life as well. Gucci right, had us there. Youngest twenty fifteen ten. Yeah.
Thank you, Gallucci. There you go. There you go. Triple double oh for this live, too. <laughs> Eric Collins is just a part of the broadcast now, a part of the live show. I've heard him so many times. Thanks for making Locked on Hornets your first listen every day. Thank you guys for joining the live show. We're going to continue to do this. We're going to be bringing you YouTube daily shows. So check us out. You can join live or also you can just subscribe to the YouTube channel. And maybe you're going to enter the pool to win uh, more tickets to Charlotte Hornets games this season. So again, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at Lockdown Hornets. Thanks again to David joining us every single Friday. Thanks again to Doug for helping us out today as well. And thanks to you for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Monday, we're going to bring on another special guest, trying to figure out who exactly it's going to be between a couple of guys of the Monday, Tuesday schedule, but we're going to continue this rotating Should thing. put it to a so- vote. Yep, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm sure that won't hurt any feelings whatsoever. That's what we're going to do for Monday. Make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet, and it's free, and it's available on all platforms. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll be back with you after the weekend.